I'm a dead man, but I'm still walking. Broke hands, bitch, I'm still swinging. Bounty on me, but I ain't running. Pistol told her, bitch, it came with me. Bustin' snaps is my main mission. Guard tackle, shoulda played center. Ain't no 50 50, yeah, no midget tickets. Meet the man, so I'ma get the wig and not a shake hands with the toughest niggas. Folks dead in and out the system. The devil shooting, and he hate missing. Warning signs, people never listen. Guess I pray to God, but I keep sinning. Keep praying. And he keep forgiving All love losing Make me want winning From the hundred pounds I'm a good trimmer What's happening? All rise For the honorable J.P. Brown Welcome to Fathers and Family Court I am your host J.P. Brown I'd like to take this time To welcome back All of our return listeners As well as give a first time Welcome to any first time listeners If you are a first-time listener of this podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about fathers' rights, parental alienation, family court, as well as the effects of family court. Now, in Season 2 and Season 3 of Fathers and Family Court, we've been talking to fathers not just from around this nation, but from a few other countries as well. And what we've come to find is fathers everywhere just don't seem to have equal rights to their children. And on this podcast, what we aim to do is talk about that and talk to fathers who are experiencing that, talk to fathers who have children who are being withheld, talk to fathers who have children who are being uh, basically held for ransom legally. Uh, what we come to do is we come to, we want to know how they're getting through this. We want to um, pretty much just give them an opportunity to get their story out and be heard. The reason being is is that there's a dad out there uh, who feels alone, uh, who may feel alone. He may feel like he's out there by himself, like he's experiencing this on his own, and he's not. There's 19 million people in this system, so he's not by himself. The problem is, is that there's nowhere for us to talk to each other about this, so this is a platform for that. Now today, we're going to pick up right where we left off, uh, hearing from another father, um, We'll hear a story, and I hope this particular story and I hope this particular um, segment of time can uh, be specially placed upon the ears of somebody who needs to hear it. Not sure who, where, um, or when. Uh, Maybe he hears this uh, shit or she uh, two months from now, whatever the case may be. Uh, I hope the, uh, the correct steps align to where... Uh, this this can be heard by that person or that individual who needs to hear it. Um, this next uh, guest is uh, extremely passionate about the topic, so I thought he'd be extremely valuable to have on. Uh, he, he, he drops content on this matter um, daily, which is why I think it would be uh, it, it's extremely important for anyone who's who's listening to this to link themselves um, to any link he gives out to his work, so you can get right to that as well. This way, you can the more the merrier. I believe uh, we need we need ten thousand more of my podcasts out there, um, and yeah. So we're gonna get right into it. Uh, before we get into that, man, I want to let you guys know. Uh, I'm working harder and harder uh, to make sure I can do this full time and just uh, get podcasts out uh, every day. I'm trying a different couple new things. Uh, folks who know, listen, who've been listening for a while, you know, I have full custody of my children. Um, so now it's it's a different movie for me, but I'm 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 still finding a way to incorporate this, uh, and I want to make sure I get it done regularly. Because uh, I know uh, these stories are helping folks, and they help me as well. 
Um, and if we can take a little bit of our time and help somebody else, we need to do it. So that's where we are with it. Um, if you want to contribute, I'm going to start uh, shouting out my cash app at the beginning of these uh, podcasts. Um, you can uh, make a one-time donation of a dollar. You can make a donation of five dollars. Uh, you can donate annually. You can do whatever you're comfortable doing. But I want to make sure that I am uh putting that cash app out there uh, in case folks do want to donate. Um, so that cash app is the money sign. So it's five letters. It's the money sign D-F-M-J-P. There it is. Uh, you can donate if you'd like. If not, um, the real support we need, the real support we need is taking this link, copying it, and sharing it. So let's get into it. So, uh, on today's episode of Fathers and Family Court, uh, we have a very uh, special guest. All of our guests are special, but this guy here, he is a fighter, a warrior, and a pioneer for our movement. Um, And I'm very excited to see what exactly it was that got him uh, into the fight. Um, I've never had an opportunity to just sit down and really just listen and hear what it is that got him into this. So uh, today we'll be talking to Mr. Palmer. Uh, Mr. Palmer, how you doing today? Hey, I'm good, brother. How you doing? Man, I'm telling you, God's been really good to me. I haven't been podcasting as much lately, but uh, God has really just been putting it on my spirit um, to not take days off, man, and to get after it, man. This is a fight that needs to be fought, um, and I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to turn life down and turn God up and start doing what the fuck He's telling me to do, which is continue to fight this fight, man. I'm extremely proud of you. Um, now, for those of you who don't know, uh, Mr. Palmer runs a um, he runs a uh, Instagram account uh, called Fuck uh, Child Support. It's pretty pretty popular. Uh, also, he runs a live uh, YouTube channel uh, where he's talking about fathers' rights regularly. I want to say daily. Um, he has guests on. Um, it's an excellent, excellent program. Uh, just just for folks who want to learn about fathers' rights and just get other aspects to it. Uh, the other day I was watching. He had a guy on there who was formerly a uh, who was who worked for CPS, and he was giving the rundown of. How you know how they're in it for Title Four funds, basically, just good content, man. If there's anyone out there listening, I'd I'd, I'd really really suggest you go out there and listen. That's fuck child support. Um, yeah, check that out. Uh, so, Mr. Palmer, man, I'm excited to have you on the show, man. I'm excited to hear you. What got you going, man? So, uh, man, how 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 do you want to start your story off, man? Because I'm I, wherever you want to start, man. How how how'd you get into all of this? How 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 how'd you get here? Hey, the reason why um, I started this, and I want y'all to know, I started this, I started this uh, fuck child support page. I started on Facebook mm-hmm. um, back in 2016 in September. I didn't have no situation going on. The reason why I started is because I realized the system is gender biased mm-hmm. when it comes to court system. I was tired of the uh, society and and these baby mama terrorists. And feminists going out talking about men don't want to be fathers. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, uh, everybody who's a father who's on child support is because of they don't want to be fathers. They low lives. They deadbeats. They they evil doers. They mm-hmm. devils. When actuality, the majority of men who was on child support is because of their relationships and divorce. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, I was raised with my mother and father. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, 
my family is a huge family on both sides. I, I was raised a bunch of uncles. Mm. Aunties as well. And even in my neighborhood, majority of everybody had a mother and father. Mm. The ones who, even if the father wasn't living in the house, their father was very active in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, it was select few that didn't have a father. So I just got tired of, uh, in, in the 2000s, I just got tired of hearing the stigma that men don't want to be fathers. Men don't mm-hmm. want to be fathers. They, they, uh, mothers are the most best fit and all this shit. Mm-hmm. This feminist ideology that was once before when it started is not the same. So that's what, we mainly come out with the uh, fuck child sport because that is the core reason of why all this shit is this. Mm-hmm. Alienation. Why, why father's not in the picture. Why fathers are suffering through this system. Mm-hmm. Why kids are suffering in our community and outside of community mm-hmm. because of child support. If government daddy wasn't giving out this 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 uh, leeway, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't be doing this shit. They wouldn't be having kids out of red lock. They wouldn't be choosing single motherism. They wouldn't have a baby with somebody who's rich mm-hmm. because they know they're not going to get that much. Gummy daddy ain't gonna look out for him. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of factors why I say fuck council, but the fact of money is because of this fifty one billion dollar business that they get every year. Mm-hmm. And this is a worldwide situation. So um so I come up with the fuck child sport because one, that was the one reason, but the other reason is it was gonna be controversial and it's gonna catch attention. Mm-hmm. Who got the balls to say fuck child support in the open? That's a great point. You know what I'm saying? That's a great point because well, what I've been noticing is Nobody fucking knows what you, what's happening with child support. Okay, so we got this PJ Washington situation, right? This guy gets his... He, he, I don't know if this lady he, he, he had a child with was an Instagram hoe or wasn't or wasn't because I don't fucking know who these people are. I know a basketball player, but I don't know no Instagram. I don't know nothing like that. But, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. What I do know is that that, that guy was trending on Twitter... In that situation for like a week, maybe a week and a half, right? And every single time I saw his name pop up in the trendings, I would instantly go search father's rights. I say, well, if this shit is trending and everyone's talking about it, surely motherfuckers is on here talking about father's rights because this ties hand in hand. It's directly in your face. There's a guy who has a baby and she steals him and the whole internet's bragging and laughing and talking about how he has to pay all his money for child support. If it's 30000 if it's 300000 it's too much fucking money. That's a lick. Nobody makes thirty k a month. That's a lick, man. That is a robbery. That's a lick. So I, I, I type in father's rights in the search bar and no one's talking about it. The same people who are talking about it are always talking about it. So if the whole fucking... All these folks, a whole community of people is talking about one dude getting robbed for a kid and not one person mentions father's rights. That's weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys are... Now, if I put in child support, motherfuckers is talking about child support, though. They're talking about... But you're realizing, how can you mention so much talk about child support in this one topic and not one of you motherfuckers mention father's rights, bro? It's weird. You know what I mean? Because it's just normal for people to think that it's like pay child support. No, 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 no. I put $250 in. If this lady is broke, they're getting back $1,200. Not the broke lady. Not my kid. But the same people who pointed their finger, bro. Like, motherfuckers don't understand that it's a fucking scam. 
And that's a problem. And here's what I've been doing, Mr. Palmer. I've been going around asking the smartest of people that I know, bro. Smartest of people. Do you know what Title IV Section D is? I, I, I know who's smart and who isn't. Like, book smart. I'm asking street smart people. Do you know? Do you know? I'm asking folks in the street, bro. Do you, you heard of Title IV? Just checking everywhere. Somebody surely heard of this shit. But I've been spending a lot of time and energy, Mr. Palmer, asking fucking people, asking men, people in general. Do you, have you heard of this? No one's heard of it, bro. That is a problem. How do you have a system set in place that makes $50 billion when the NFL only makes 10 and and nobody fucking knows how it works? Nobody knows that it's on our Constitution. Nobody realizes or thinks it's fishy that this shit was put in our Constitution right on that, right in 1975 after 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 integration happened. We were, we're we're allowed to get together. Now all of a sudden, there's something new in place. Child support and welfare takes over. You know what I mean? It it, it hurts me to know that they're not teaching lawyers what you know what the Title Four is. It hurts me to know that they're not. You know what I'm saying? That shit is hurtful, but it's back. It's, the ball's in our court because we all got cell phones, Mr. Palmer. We all can see PJ Washington and be like, look at it differently. We all can look up. The, you know what I mean? We can we can talk to each other now. We got cell phones. You know what I mean? Swap, so, man. We got we got to make this shit happen, bro. So so you said you, you said you grew up with um. You said something there. I usually ask the guests right off rip, and it's, did you have parents at home, man? And you did. You had uh, two parents at home. I, I, I think that, um, I think that's powerful because, man, you know, you had a dad at home, and a lot of times, like a lot of guests, don't have dads at, at the crib growing up or whatnot. But you had a dad growing up, like so. This is this is this that that's interesting to me because I feel like. You know dads are real. You know dads are good people. You know that, you know what I'm saying? Dads are not lesser than when it comes to parenting. Like, they have a very vital role, and you know this. And that's why you fighting for equality. You know what I mean? So I, I, I think that gave me perspective when you said that, man. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, so now, do you, you uh, so you have children as well, right? Yeah, I got two. So, man, what? What uh? What, how how old are they, man? And and, what, and what's the situation with them? Do you, do 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 well, now 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 they fifteen and thirteen? But uh, like I told y'all before, these baby mama parents will set you up a failure and run to the courts because of failed relationships or mm-hmm. divorces. And um, my kids, my children are manipulated, and because the baby mama parents uh want to lie, say my name, and even though they see it for what it is, manipulation is a powerful thing. When you got somebody that's throwing, throwing money at them, ain't got to give them no accountability, they do what they want to do, give them what they want, they they not going to go against the code. Mm-hmm. So, so in my situation, uh, like I said, I've been in an 11, 11-year relationship. The shit was toxic at when she was pregnant with my son. Mm-hmm. That's when I started to see the light. And I realized then... There's gonna be some fuck shit if I leave, mm-hmm. but I I stay for the kids. I stay for the kids. You know, people say do it, do it for the kids, do it for the kids. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it ain't worth doing it for the kids because they still gonna see the bullshit going on. You upstairs, she downstairs. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't talking. They're arguing all the time. Mm-hmm. That's not good. It's for the kids. The kids gonna think that hey, it's normal and that, that can happen when I get grown. Yeah. So. My dad was my dad passed away in 08. I'm sorry to hear that. And my mom passed away at thank you. My mom passed away in 2016. Mm-hmm. My mom passed away 
It was a wrap. That was my wake up call. Get the fuck out of here. Right. So I told, I told, I told, I told our legal system because I got tired of the bullshit, the toxic. So you got women who think because they make more money than you, they think that they run the house. Right. They think that they supposed to be the lead. Right. I don't give a fuck if you make a million dollars. I make a dollar. Mm -hmm. If I'm in the house, I run the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and people will sit back and tell you that, uh, nah, it's what makes the most money. Nah, it's the role. The role is the man is the lead. And the woman is uh, submissive. And I think but see, a lot of these motherfuckers who, who think who think they're so independent with this mm -hmm. ideology, they think that they run a house. And I, I didn't get down like that. But I got tired of the bullshit. You letting mm -hmm. motherfuckers live in the house. Your brother live in the house. He ain't worth a shit. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? You letting, you know, letting other motherfuckers uh, uh, tell you what to do. Because mm -hmm. you worry about everybody else livelihood and shit. So I had to make a move. Yeah. And I couldn't do We weren't married. But Business we had decision, everything. Man. House, car, the dog. Yeah, huh? just an executive business yeah. decision for the kids, man. You can get right. shit. Hey, right. you ain't gonna do no, no justice in handcuffs, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, hundred percent. Right, because when I was there for the kids, you know what I'm saying. I was, you could say, militant because I made sure that you know you clean up, you do your homework, you don't watch TV till you clean up, do your homework, come on, so you do your homework first. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't do that. See, that's why it's very important to have a father around. But see, these baby mom kids don't want to follow around because mm. they know they're gonna get the knowledge to be strong. Not to be weak, not to be sympathetic forces, not to be whores and low lives. But hey. see, these baby mama kids don't love their kids. They don't love their kids. So I, I leave. You so had all of a sudden, you, since I left. I didn't mean to cut you off, Mr. Uh, Palmer, but you had a cutthroat uh, blueprint in front of you, too. And that's what I think, man. It gave me goosebumps to think about. Like, this shit coming. When you talking like this, bro, you talking because you talking because you seen your daddy make these steps. You feel me? He came out our community. Now, are you, I, you, I know you from Chicago and shit, but, like, did it... I don't know if that's where you were as a kid or whatnot or where your parents are originally from or none of that. But listen to me, bro. Your dad took the fucking time and energy to put this, instill this passion into you because he did his job right. And that's why you're passionate about this and you're talking about this. That's why you're talking like this, bro, because your dad did his fucking job, bro. And you're you're literally like, all right, now it's my time to shine. You want to emulate exactly what you, I'm sorry, you want to do better than what your dad did. And if somebody's standing in the way and, and now y'all look at your mom and like, damn, my mom is great. You need her to match that energy, man. You need whoever to match that energy. But I, it just showed me. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It, yeah. just, it really showed me. No, that, like, no it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, 100%. My, my, my father didn't take no shit. And he ran the house. And that's how it's going to be with me. Yeah. So, and as far as my mama, now my mama, now what I say about my mama, my mama, when I ask my mama, can I do things? She'll say, go ask her daddy. And, and what did he say? Cause I'll be trying to be slick and ask him. Right. I know he gonna say no, so I ask her. She'll right. tell me what did he say. I ain't talk to him. Well, go ask them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that that's how it was. Right. And I had older parents. I'm the youngest. Right. I had older parents. So with older parents, I was able to know more when it comes to history. I'm going back to the South because they were from one from Mississippi, the mm -hmm. other from Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So I'm going back and forth Mississippi, learn the country, the country aspect. The land and mm -hmm. stuff like that, sir, mm -hmm. and, and old school music. Mm -hmm. And, that, and mm -hmm. my dad, the one who taught me, know, know my history, not what they say in school, because that's false. So, but back to the situation, um, so, like I said, I leave the situation, I'm tired of bullshit and toxic. And uh, I, before I left, I said it, I'm leaving in six months. Mm -hmm. Even told my kids, I'm not leaving you, I'm leaving your mother, I'm not leaving you. They were 11 and 9 at the time. How old were you? 11 and 9? Okay. 11 and 9. So my daughter's oldest. So, when I, I tell y'all, men know this, as soon as you leave out that door, 
that's when the baby mama terrorism begins. Mm-hmm. See, that's when the manipulation begins. Mm-hmm. He didn't want y'all. He left us. He hate us. Yep. He left you for her and, and, and take your other niggas' kids and all this shit. That's mm-hmm. what they quit to say. You know what I'm saying? But these bitches can go whole hop with anybody they want to have a married nigga around and everything else. Mm-hmm. But you're the one doing the evil deeds. Mm-hmm. And them kids don't say shit. So anyway, so I served her papers a year later in court. Because I tried to text message, tried to talk. Yep. I couldn't say when I want to. They couldn't come to my house. She worried about who the fuck I'm with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But she dealing with she dealing with married niggas and everything else. Yeah. Which I didn't give a fuck. That's your business. That's you know what I'm saying? That's her you business. And I want listeners to listen right. to this part and I want to really business. alliterate it. This man went in, his kid was being held hostage, and what was he forced to do? His kid was being held hostage. You hear him he's saying, I tried texting, I tried fucking calling, I tried being regular about it. If you listen to Mr. Palmer, you can tell, based off of he hasn't really dipped into this much, but you can tell he probably isn't too much in favor of the state. He wasn't with their public education system, so he's probably not in favor of taking his children that he created in front of their desk to see if they can sort it out. But he he was forced to walk and put the paperwork in first. Now, in our community, we don't put paperwork in, and we don't want to put no paperwork in or deal with them people none. Mr. Palmer put the paperwork in and went in there first. I just wanted to really stress that. Go ahead, I'm sorry, man, but it really goes to show because I know you weren't in favor of that. No, do that. No, do that. No, do that. Do that. They need to know. Yeah, I serve papers. Yeah. I serve papers. He wasn't in favor of that, though. You know what I'm saying? You tried to do it the right right way, man. Right. That's crazy. But go ahead, I'm sorry, man. Now, of course, that's cool. Now, of course, now, of course, they saying, oh, she filed a child support. That's what they do. I didn't give a fuck about child support. I never had issues with paying child support. All I wanted to do was be a father of my children. I see. I said, I just want equal parenting. I fuck equal parenting. That's yeah. what I wanted. I want equal parenting. Yeah. I didn't ask for sole custody. Yeah. I asked for equal parenting. Kids, he's both parents, right? Mm-hmm. She wants child support of court. That's what they do. My lawyer at the time said, well, you know she's going to want child support. I don't give a fuck about child support. Most men do not care about child support. The only time we care about child support when we giving money to a baby mama terrorist is not doing right with the child and eliminating me from seeing my child when they having other niggas around their child, when they manipulating that child, why would you need my money? If I'm if I was a bad guy, if I was that much of an evil doer, if I was that much of a dead beat in low life, then you don't need my child for it. Exactly. Well, so a baby mama said. Yeah, they don't deserve no money from me. Yeah, and so, and then two, you're asking these dads, man. You're asking these dads, man. I had one dad on this podcast, man. Shout out to Daniel. Listen, man, this dad didn't see his daughter. He saw her when she was uh, five months old, I believe. The baby mom just dipped on him. He searched for her for years. He found his daughter again at four years old. He saw her on her fourth birthday. That's the last time she's seen her. Bro, in July of this year, his daughter turned 18, and he has still been fighting to see her, bro. Now it's up to her if she wants to see him or not. But guess what? The baby mom's been running this entire time, so what do you think his daughter thinks about him, bro? You feel me? He's been searching. He lost all his hair. He's bald now. He's stressed the fuck out, bro. This dude is... All he does is eat, sleep, and breathe his case. You feel me? So... No, he's not about to pay his child support, bro. He's been looking for his kid. Why would he pay to play and he can't play? That don't make sense. And, 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 my, and, my, and my opinion with that, man, I've been there, done that, man. If you get to the point where you lose your livelihood, your head and all that stuff, watch your hands and move on. Because you're fighting a losing battle, you're doing a bad investment, and you're the one going to lose and this shit blow up in your face. Mm-hmm. So, uh, now I'm going to tell you, let me, let me tell you what uh, happened. So, mm-hmm. go to court, go to court. The judge come out and say, when when the lawyer say, hey, we want to try to get equal parent time, he said, 
I don't believe in equal passing time. The judge said so that out loud on record, this guy. He do not believe in any, a lot. Of, let me say, a lot of these judges don't want no equal passing. Oh yeah. Because that's that's more that, that's that's less money going to the to the uh, fifty-one billion dollars cookie jar. Man, what? They don't want no. Nah, majority of them do not want equal passing. Psh. They want they want every other weekend. That's why the majority of us are not custodial parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, that's why they want the woman to get custodial. Mm -hmm. Even if you got equal parenting, quote unquote, she still be the equal parenting. Yeah. See, so take heed of that. Somebody still be the overseer, which is their mother. Now, so he said, you got to prove me wrong. You got to prove me and convince me. And then he said, but he, I will say this. He said, I want y'all to go to mediation first. I want y'all to go to mediation first because y'all too old to be up in here. I'm used to dealing with 21-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 25-year-olds. Y'all should be able to work together. You can't co-parent. And I don't like using the word co-parent, but since everybody want to use the word co-parent, because co-parent means control the other parent who's not custodial. That's what co means. But I'm going to just use the term that everybody say. You should be able to co-parent with each other. Y'all are too old to be up in here. I agree. But when you got one person, it takes two to work together and be parents. It, don't, it can't do it with one. Yep. So, one trying to be civil, the other one talking about, oh, you with somebody else and who's the fuck and all this shit, they ain't remember about the child, right. it ain't gonna work. Because he said it. He said, when y'all come back in here, somebody gonna be unhappy, somebody gonna be very unhappy. In other words, don't nobody come out smiling. Mm -hmm. So, when it came to equal parenting, when it came to equal parenting, of course that one gonna work. She tried to give me three days every other weekend. That's not equal. Nah, I said, hell no, nah, I don't want that shit. What the and fuck? And I'm 20 minutes away now. Mind you. Mind you, I'm 20 minutes away. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't from the south side all the way to the north side. I'm 20 minutes away. Right. So, two, two different cities, but the same, same area, 20 minutes away. Right. Uh, 20 minutes. So, anyway, that one's gonna work. So, we go to court, and, I, and, and both boys went into the chambers because he said he wanted to be convinced about the legal parenting. He came, they was in there for about an hour. He came back and said, I understand you being your kid's life, uh, half their lives. I understand you've been there from day one. I understand you was a father, blah, blah, blah. That's and here come the butt shit. That's all they like. <laughs> that ain't half they like. Right. That's all they like. <laughs> right, 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 right. But he said, but this is the best interest of the of the children that they stay with her. Mm. I said, even though, even though I got proof of alienation, text message and all this stuff, it didn't matter. He said, because they used to be with her after six months. So fuck my Ellen Nation, fuck the, I'm forced to see them at McDonald's for four hours and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Because that's so normal for I'm, I'm, <laughs> Right. I pay my child for it. So I'm getting them every other weekend. So I'm getting them every other weekend. Everything's fine when they come through, but then when you got every other weekend, I got to get them back on program because they being manipulated. Yep. Talking about I'm taking care of the motherfuckers' kids. I don't yep. take care of the bitches' kids. Talking about, I left her, I left her brother, uh, uh, for a bitch. Right. No, I left because of you. Right. Ain't no man, ain't no man gonna leave, listen, ain't no man gonna leave a woman making six figures for nothing. <laughs> That's a different aspect, I want y'all, I want y'all, I want y'all to hear this again. Ain't no man gonna leave no woman making six figures and shit is all good. Any man that leave a woman making six figures. Believe me, it's some shit in the game. If a man leave a woman making six figures, mm -hmm. it's something with her. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker try to play around and say, nah, he's a stupid and he's a sucker. Nah, nah, nah. Ain't no man 
Yeah, and then also, and man, it, uh, I noticed uh, the 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 strong the strong impression from uh, from extreme feminism on our society today, bro, really makes it so that like every time something happens in a relationship, dude must have had did it. You know what I'm saying? But like reality is, bro, my generation was raised on technology, so everyone 30, 30 and younger was raised on like everyone twenty at this point and under never had lived life without a cell phone. That's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone twenty and and younger has never lived the day without people having direct, uh, you know, technology in our hands, bro. We're raised, and then the generation before me was raised off of TVs. We're getting farther and farther of being raised from our actual parents you know what i'm saying so it, it, it that shit is that shit is it's important because man that's why folks is this why it's, why it's like this bro like it's fucking yeah bro the, the the moral of people ain't there like it used to be bro it ain't like you know what i'm saying back in 1975 when they tried to say all moms are good moms and they tried to run this scam and they put deadbeat dad on our constitution but failed to put deadbeat mom on there bro back then there wasn't even color tv it just came out let alone people being raised for off the tv you know what i mean so bro this is we're in a different time our we have a different uh our, we, we don't have morals like we used to have morals shit changed you know what I mean? So well, the, the, the thing the thing is, bro, they don't have to have morals because long they got government daddy, the mm-hmm. civic forces, the number one civic forces to come to their defense. They don't need to. Why you think they have kids out of wedlock? Why you think they choose single motherism? Why you think they get married? They they get married and get a no fault divorce and, and get rid of them and shit. You know what I'm saying? Why you why you think so? The reason why because. Society allows it. Daddy allows it because there's more money in their bank. That's oh, why yeah. oh, yeah. no fault divorce. Oh, yeah. No, it's so, definitely. I mean, they know this. No, no. If they wanted us to get along, if they wanted to fix this thing, they would say, hey, man, since 1975, uh, when we took dads out of the home and started making a, bit, a dollar off of them, uh, ever since we started making money off of this, our society really has gone to the shitter. But they don't care about that. Again, again, if the NFL is only making, if the NFL makes ten billion and they're bringing in fifty billion, and not one human being has a clue what Title Four even is, bro, this is a perfect scam because people still think that like the answer to all their problems is to take it to the state. They'll fix it. <laughs> you feel me? Well, most, so, of them, most of them take it, most of them take it to the state because that's a power mechanism. And also, they can take some of the yours, regardless y'all with them or not. Yeah. That's what the goal is. And keep the kids. There's two things that hurt fathers. They finances and they children. That's the kryptonite. And these baby mama tells know this. Mm-hmm. They know this. And government allows this because more money in the cookie jar, like I said. Mm-hmm. The thing, and, and the thing about it with me, but like I was saying, I was having the kids over and everything. Mm-hmm. They talked back to my uh, my fiance at the time and and disrespecting the house and call the habit, so you got to get the fuck out of my house. I don't play that shit. Mm-hmm. That ain't where I come from. I try to work it out, everything, try to put one out the house. See, I don't, I don't, see, you, I wouldn't allow disrespect in my house, in my parents' house, and you ain't gonna disrespect my house now. If your mom won't let you talk shit and don't do nothing in your house over there, because she taught them that that's just not, that's his house. That's not your house, that's his house. But over mm-hmm. there, they's the house, that's their house. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like a single mother rhythm. Yeah. Like a single mother rhythm. And see, back then I was a sucker because when I was with her, she said that the, uh, her ex-husband was a, a deadbeat. And I actually believed it. Right, right. Because I didn't know. But come to find out, I realized, no, he, he wasn't a deadbeat. He ran away. He walked away because he got tired of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. And now he's a deadbeat because he didn't want your ass. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, when it's all said and done, you know what I'm saying, you set your kids up for failure. And... 
So I learned a lot after the fact. I knew more of the five years that I've been gone, more about this baby mama Terrace versus the 11 years I've been with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, because you can't you can't start learning about something. Yeah. And that's a scary thing too, man. That's why it's important we do what we're doing. Because we gotta show people what's happening before it comes. Let's tell people the trains on the way before it's them two two miles from the track. A lot of people don't don't know the trains even there until they standing in front of it. That thing blowing its horn, it's over. You in the way. You know what I mean? We need to start telling our youth, our kids, hey man, listen, I, I've been I've been stressing this. Right after sex ed, we need to teach these kids. Now listen. Okay, we've covered AIDS. We've covered uh, we've covered all this other stuff. We've covered condoms. Now let's let's cover this other one too. Right in fifth grade, right when fourth grade, whenever they start learning about sex ed. Now listen, your kid will get stolen now, and then bust down the fifty billion dollar business that they running on these dads because they need to hear that off rip. Let's tell them when they babies, man, so they can think about that the same way they can think about STDs and all that other shit. Let's put it on their brain right then and there. Let's not wait. You know what I'm saying? All races and all yeah, classes. Let's fucking teach them, bro, because that's and, the only and, thing that's gonna and, fix and, this. And, and, and that's and that's and that's what I'm getting into. Uh, once that judge gave me the, uh, you know, gave me that every other weekend shit. Shit stopped being. Well, I knew it was gonna get worse because I don't have no time with him. Yeah. She got more leverage, mm-hmm. and 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 I, I, my blood pressure getting bad. I'm getting sick and all this shit. Trying to fight and trying to prove this and prove that. What's going on over here? You know it ain't what it is. You seeing how it is over here versus over there. But they don't want to go get the cold. You know what I'm saying? One, you got quiet. The other one, you trying to be like you. You know what I'm saying? So I had to finally uh, get the realization. This is what it is, and. I ain't finna continue this bullshit, so I just wash my hands and move on. I pay my child support and live my life to the fullest, better myself. I had to change the laws in my mind, keep them things cold. And to this day, after almost six years, baby mama tears still, keep my name in her mouth, still worry about me. I don't know what the problem is. I ain't in the fan. You with the married nigga, you doing what you do, spending your money and everything, but you worry about what I'm doing. So I went all in once that judge gave me every other weekend, and he didn't believe a child for it, and... Gave her whatever she wanted. Okay. But I didn't leave that unhappy or very unhappy. I started going all in on my Facebook page. And at the time, I was thinking, oh, it's a black issue. But as I was rising with this fuck child on Facebook, a lot of white men stopped coming to me telling me, no, nah, brother, it ain't just black men. They gave me the rundown, the history, when it started, why it got worse. And it started back in 1935 when white soldiers were going overseas and not coming back. Back then... It was justified why child support credit because back then women weren't allowed to work. They weren't allowed to vote. They was housewives. And it was just a, and, and child support was to help the married white woman. See, back in them days, black families didn't have a problem. We was like 85, 95% yep. uh, family oriented. Yep. Amen. They went up to the welfare system. Preach. They went up to the welfare system in 1974 is when the black men and women started going through the bullshit called baby mama terrorism. Now, that's when that shit was for married white women. That's the history. That's where it started from. So if you want to say, oh, who the deadbeat was, deadbeat is not a real definition that you want to say who don't pay their child for or who don't take care of their kids. A deadbeat is somebody who don't take care of their financial obligation, meaning like the people who live in all people's uh, apartments and houses that they're not paying rent for, they're not paying their rent, they find out the obligation, them a deadbeat, mm-hmm. not a person who's on child support. Um, so I start getting more history and knowledge and everything, so I start putting all that shit out there, showing videos of these baby mama parents, showing, showing how these these Al-Keishas, Al-Quishas, these Al-Karens, these Al-Senioritas, all these baby mama terrorists that spend this ideology 
Use them kids' pawns, weapons, and shields to get money, to set the medical failure, lie, put them on to the before they do suicide. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, this is not a white man, this is not just a black man problem. This is a white man problem. This is a Latino problem. Yeah. This is a black man problem. Yeah. This is any man that's in this gender bias ass system that you want to call America. And this is also any European country. Yeah. It sure. ain't just America. America's sure. a 51, listen, America's a $51 billion business when it comes to family court. Mm. The UK is $48 billion a year when it comes to family court. And then you got people like in groups in Brazil, a third world country, they got child support. Japan got child support. You got it fucking, you got, you got child support in certain parts of Africa. You got child support in India. You got child support in, in certain Asian countries. This is a worldwide pandemic. Any country that deals with feminism running the system, you got child support and men setting themselves up for failure for dealing with these creatures that I call uh, devil son-in-laws. So now, I've been doing this about Going on five years now. My my Facebook page ended up being 134,000 likes and followers before uh, Facebook started uh, shadow banning. My, my my Instagram is 1327 uh, followers, and I've been on YouTube for about a, over, maybe a little bit over a year. I got over, almost 6,000 subscribers. That's why I do my interviews. I do my content. Uh, talk about different situations, just like I did on Facebook. And I'm gonna blow this motherfucker up. See, people mad at me because now the truth is out. And I'm calling all this shit out with stats, CDCs, videos, one-on-ones, and everything else. Yep. Now, they want to sit back and say, well, you hate women. No, I don't hate women. I hate baby mama terrorists. I am anti-feminist. I'm for, I'm for fathers of all colors. That's why I say we as men have to come together and change the laws of my mind. What I mean by changing the laws of my mind, child support ain't going nowhere. Child support is going to be here to stay. Mm-hmm. But if we take accountability... Fix ourselves, we do for self, we save ourselves, mentally, physically, spiritually, and also financially, we can change the laws of mind. Meaning, you get yourself built up, you do what you gotta do, you definitely stay away from these baby mama terrorists. You're not gonna go have sex with a woman because she got a big ass, big titty, she look good, long hair, light skin, dark skin, you know what I'm saying? She got money, she's foreign. You're not gonna just go out and have sex like that because you're gonna have big discipline. You're also gonna be about yourself, men self first. You gonna be stingy. You gonna be your own. You gonna be your boss. You don't. You not a lot of a lot of a lot of cats now take the laws in their mind when they they not getting married. They they living a free agent lifestyle. They taking a red pill. A lot of them going mentile. You do what you gotta do to make yourself better as a person. Fuck that bitch. Right. See, that's why that's why a lot of these motherfuckers take me. Then you got these stupid forces who come to these bitches' defense because. They was raised by baby mama terrorists. They blue pills. They faders. They weaklings. They gonna look out for them. And a lot of a lot of society, the majority of society, is not gonna ride with you men. That's why you got the real men. You got these so-called men because them the ones who gonna come to their defense. And they don't have to take no accountability. As long as they got that, they gonna continue to do what they do. That's why you don't entertain no bitch like that. You don't get with no bitches gonna set you up for failure. Cause if they if they if they holler child support. They're going to be hollering, he uh, did the R move on me. See, it's one or the other. Either it's going to be child support or alienation or he touched me. Mm-hmm. Then you got the me tools. You got to stay away from that shit. We have to change the laws of mind in order to make change. Mm-hmm. Child support ain't going nowhere. So you have to change the laws in your mind not to get yourself in this situation and teach your young ones. 
teach your teach your sons, teach your godsons, teach your brothers, your nephews, teach the people you you uh you take care of, take the ones that you coach in football. You have to. Because why you think the birth rates are so low? Why you think the marriages are so low? Because people don't want to get in this situation. A lot of men are changing lives, changing uh, laws they mind. The jig is up now. So that's what I'm teaching men. This can happen to you. I got people on my platform that don't even have kids who not even married. Because they don't want to get in a situation like this. I got men who've been there, done that. I got men who's currently going through that. And because of me, they got a place to vent. They got a place to take, uh, to, to get some knowledge. They got, they got, they get able to talk about it. They able to see that it's not just them. A lot of men actually thought, hey, it's just me. I'm all alone. That's because we don't speak up. We as men have to come together and build a brotherhood. Hey, and that's how, that's how I got rolling with the podcast because I'm like, damn, man. I, you, 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 and the thing is, is that when this happens, like, see, the first time I heard about our system in, uh, I, I, first time I heard about our system here in Michigan, okay? All right, it was called FOC. It's called Friend of the Court. That's what our system here is called. I'm in fifth grade, okay? I'm at, I'm at recess. I, I hear a person tell me, he says, we're by the swings. Like, I remember where we are. We're by the, I know exactly where we are. I know the setting. Like, fifth grade, I got, it was 1999, but I can still fucking vividly remember this thing. He says, he says, they call friend, uh, he's like, they call it friend of the cunt. And I looked at him and I said, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Like, why would they ever call it that? And, and then he goes off talent. You know what I mean? Fifth grade. I'm like, we're fifth graders. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I came up asking him. He was just talking about it on his own. And I just chimed in and was like, what the fuck is that supposed Like, why well, don't get it? What is it? I literally didn't get it. Like, what, 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 what are you talking about here? And he busted down. So that was the first time I heard about our corrupt system. I'm in fifth grade. You know what I mean? So, like, this thing, we, we got to start teaching our fucking, like, all right, I don't know how that kid found out. You know what I mean? But I did know that I did have a dad around who, who can't... He, well, I ain't grow up with him. I ain't see him at the crib every day. But when he did come around, bro, I'm biracial. So he'd come telling me, hey, dude, your mom is white, man. You don't understand. They're not going to see that when you go out in society. They want you. They want to put a jersey number on you. That's all he did. When I did see him, he'd tell me he loved me. He'd remind me, hey, man. Look how you look. They want to put a jersey number on you. They want you, dude. They want to put a jersey number on you. And that right there kept me always alert. Okay, the state ain't really for me. The criminal justice system. So when I knew that when it was time for my kids to come and play, why the fuck are they going to be for me? When I come to this building, when I come into this building to ask for my kids, I get the exact, I get the same gutless, dead feeling I get as if I was to walk in here for a case if I did something wrong. You feel me? There's death and decay that's happening, the vibe in the building where you want me to ask me to ask for my kids. So why should I trust that building? You feel me? When I'm walking in here, it's people yeah. wearing shackles and orange shoots. This not necessarily the place I want to be fighting because if I don't, if these people take, if they want me, if they want me over here and it's the same building, why they still don't want me and my kids involved? They do. You. That's why it took me. 500 days in court. That's why That's why I had to go 950 days. I ain't have to go 950 days. I, I, put the, I put this case right in front of the lady. I said, the first judge I had. I said, all the facts was in play, man. You know what I'm saying? And the mom hadn't seen my newborn son and my daughter for a month and a half. She out running the streets. You know what I'm saying? Doing, doing what, well, you know what she was on. So, 
So so everyone was in favor of me, except the judge. She just looked at all the facts. She looks at CPS's require uh, recommendation, which was mom get supervised visits. This was back in 17, bro. And the judge, you know what she said? She said, who said mom shouldn't get to see her kids? This is stupid. But 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 get this though, Mr. Palmer. That same mom she was defending had literally just told me in her same courtroom with a whole courtroom full of people that she was going to get me shot. You feel me? Out loud. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to get you shot because she was mad about the recommendation. You feel me? Picture this, Mr. Palmer. I'm sitting there in court waiting for the next case and shit to be called, right? She say that shit out loud. Everyone look at me. I mind you, all these people waiting for their case to be heard. Everybody looking at me like, oh, with them eyes, like like I had just got punched out or something. You feel me? Like, they looking like, feeling bad for me. You could tell the people, you know, who ain't really from that type of environment. You could tell their eyes how they looking at me and shit. Like, oh my God, that's terrible. But I'm used to the shit because I've been getting this shit for years at this point. So I wasn't tripping. But, but, but it was like, but it was like, bro... The judge ignored all that and was just like, ah, who said mom can't see her kids? This is crazy. And you know what happened after that, Mr. Palmer? I went 950 days without watching my kids grow, develop, know who I was, or know who they were. You know what I'm saying? Right now, my kids been with me since April, but I'm going to tell you what. I am still working out kinks daily that could have eat all this shit that I'm working on hard. I don't care. I prayed for this hard, so I understand why it works on the plate. But all this shit I'm praying for, all, I mean, all this shit I'm doing on a daily, working hard to get done, I understand thoroughly I could be years ahead with their development and where I would like to see them as a parent and as a father, I would be there and ahead of, either of that probably because I'm doing better than I thought I would. Bro, I'd be if the judge wouldn't have just threw it out and they wouldn't have put 950 days in between us. You feel me? If they wouldn't have put 950 days of them going backwards... Plus, you got to keep in mind, I only seen them every other weekend during 2020. They did not prep me for the moment that everything I was saying was true, Mr. Palmer. What they did was they just ignored me until my daughter came home with that fucking black eye. You understand? So, And then I was like, all right, foot down. Somebody got to do something or else something. You feel me? Because eventually, this she going to come back in a body bag. You know what I mean? And then all y'all going to be looking around trying to put this lady in a box. You feel me? In reality, no one's going to lose their job. No one's going to lose their pay. No one's going to get sued because, you know, courts got immunity. You know what I mean? So, like that, man. So, it it, it get deep, Mr. Palmer. We got a problem. We got CPS out there. I heard a CPS uh, representative on your page come on there and say, uh, he was talking about, like, how the dad... How, how you know they're getting tight? They're they're in it for Title Four funds. It all comes back to fucking Title Four, man. There these these CPS agents are fucking. If Dad's there, they're not putting the CPS. They're not putting the child with Dad. They'd much rather put it with a relative. Oh, that's what he said. He said, "Listen, I'm begging these people." This is what he said, and you'll probably remember because I heard this on your show, and it just was like, "Fuck." Listen, he said. He said, "Man, listen." He was like. He worked for CPS. He's begging the other people to take the kids in. He said he can set them up with a house. Remember, he was like, a house, $800 in allowance. And then he said, all of a sudden, now, they were all interested. Oh, I could take them in. He said, first, they didn't have any room. Remember he said that, Mr. Palmer? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, on your show. But listen, 
How's he going to hook them up with a house and how's he going to hook them up with $800? It's got to be coming from somewhere, right? It's coming from the state. And that's the exact same reason they don't want to take a kid and give him right to dad. You feel me? Because why? 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 No, we don't want dad to be there because we'd rather take kid out of this bad situation and put him with parent. Uh, uh, or put him with grandparent, or put him with one of these other people. This way, we can give him the the house, the extra crib, the all that. Because when I heard him talking, I'm like, "Damn, where? What about the dad and his? You know what I'm saying? What?" But I, I understand. I understand. Like each situation is different. But I, it, that that story really showed me, right, that they're in it. There's Title IV funding involved, and just how it, just how. You know, a little girl in Oakland County died, man. Her name was Trinity Chandler. The, the the dad, man, I think he's blind. He was fucking begging CPS to go fucking get his kids. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? They kept checking on her, kept checking on her. They checked on her uh, one week, and then the next week, the, the, the stepdad turned her into a fire station uh, dead. You feel me? But if you could see the pictures of this little girl, I mean, it's, it was a popular case. Trinity Chandler, anyone out there, go listen or go look her name up. Um... But listen, bro, she looked like she had just fought Clarissa Shields. You know what I'm saying? She looked like she just fought Amanda Nunes, the little four-year-old. So that's why I'm saying, like, how CPS didn't take her and give her to her dad because there's no Title IV funding. They needed to take her and bring her somewhere else to another. It's it's deep, man. It's deep. But this shit is costing us not knowing, not having knowledge of, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? What's shaking? You know what I mean? So... Uh, I want to get a little bit back into more of what you were saying there. I kind of went off a little left, but man, it's it's a passionate topic for me, man. So that happens. But listen, so uh, so your kids are a little older now, man. When's the last time you seen them, Mister Palmer? Oh, well, I saw them. Uh, I was texting, and, and well, like I said, what I did, I got myself in order. I was uh, I decided, you know, go ahead and lose weight, mm-hmm. uh, fix myself, start keep my veins mm-hmm. cold, start giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, what I end up doing, going all in on my uh, YouTube, blowing it up and stuff like that, spreading awareness, changing the laws of other men's mind. You know what I mean? So I was texting off and on when people say, well, at least text and all that. I was doing that. But then I really completely, I completely just said, fuck all this shit because I'm not forgetting myself sick like I was before, high blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? Headaches overeating, drinking, and stuff like that. No, I'm not going. So, mm-hmm. I had a... Uh, I was texting my son. I'm texting my daughter. My son, I wasn't getting a response back. Mm-hmm. I'm texting my daughter. She responds back. We talked. So, finally, I called. You know what I'm saying? Um, she, uh, I uh, talked to my son. I said, why you wasn't texting me back? Now, mind you, I was telling him, anything you want me to know for our school, what you got going on, I always mm-hmm. said, let me know, because I don't fool with her. I don't read her messages. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, well, I'm going to read the parent app, because I agree with the parent app, but you, you you disrespecting my wife and talking shit about uh, when I say, well, the kid's doing wrong, you tell me they ain't doing wrong, making excuses and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you still talking about my wife. I ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that. So I don't read that shit no more. Fuck that motherfucker parent app. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I told my kids, you old enough, you ain't no baby. If anything you got going on in school, performances, anything you got going on, let me know. Mm-hmm. So I asked my uh, son, I said, why you want to text me back? And I said, he said, oh, mom changed my number. I said, okay. I said, well, why didn't you tell me? He said, 
Mama told you, I said, I don't talk to you, Mom, you know that. He said, it's in the pan out. I said, wait a minute. So even though I've been telling you for years, anything you, you, you got to tell me was going on with you as far as school, your number changed anything, you couldn't tell me? He didn't say nothing. I said, okay. So I asked my daughter, I said, you're going to be 15, right? In a couple weeks, right? I said, ain't you old enough to tell? This is my daughter. I said, ain't you old enough to tell me what you got going on? She said, Mama tell you what's going on all the time through the pan out. And if you don't want to read that's on you. See, yeah, I said, yeah, I said okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I said, right. I said, that's okay. I said, no problem. I said, I apologize. She said, what's your problem? I said, because I thought you were old enough to tell me what you had going on at school. I said, now, one time did I asked you what's going on in your house? I said, what goes on with you as far as school? You know before she knows when you're performing, when you're going on a trip or anything. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to tell me, you ain't got to worry about it. I said, you ain't never got to tell what you got going on. That's manipulation, because she told y'all that I told him, so you ain't got to tell him nothing. That's manipulation. Right. So I ain't got time to deal with that shit. Right, right. I ain't got time to deal with that shit. I don't. So I, I told him, I said, well, if y'all need anything, you let me know. If not, I'll just need to pay my child for it. Watch my hands and move on. Mm-hmm. So you the one going to lose. I told him before. I had a mother and father. Your innocence was taken. Your innocence was taken away from you. Your own innocence. A baby mama test will take a child's innocence. When you put your child in grown-up business, when you manipulate the child, when you try to buy the child, when you try to talk about the other child, I mean, the other, the other parent and stuff like that, and, and do all that, you take it away the child's innocence. And you got the child in grown-up business, manipulating and all that shit, you take away the innocence. And that's one thing that you should never do to a child, and that's the worst thing you can do to a child, is take a child's innocence, whether it's, whether it's sexually, whether it's mentally, abuse, you take away a child's innocence. So... And I tell men, it's not your fault if your children be set up a failure because you got your receipts, you, you call out the bullshit, if they come back when they're 18 and say, hey, they see the light, they want to they wanna rekindle, or they want to see what's going on, if you want to open your arms, you're more than welcome. But I say, but you don't have to because these, these manipulated-ass kids will set you up for failure too. They will use their kids as a mold to fuck up your household. And what you got going on good can blow up in your face. See, if they mama tears can run to the court, they'll get there. They go to welfare. They get Section 8. They get link cards. They get vouchers. They get everything, but we don't. We got to man up and pull ourselves up our bootstraps in order to uh, get back on our feet. Mm-hmm. See, when we leave out the house, we don't take nothing out the house. But if they leave out the house, they take everything out the house. See, that's what I say. So I'm not the one here unhappy or very unhappy. I see my veins cold, and I tell men all the time. I look at my situation as a sacrifice. Jesus, Jesus did it. He sacrificed his life. I think I can sacrifice my situation for the better good, which for for other young men and other men to keep their veins cold and do what they need to be to better themselves as a man. Yeah, man. So to be honest with you, I don't, hey, no, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't give a fuck no more. That's it, dead. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to kill myself for some kids that do not respect me or love me or they manipulate because of hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't have no, I don't have no, no uh, ill will because I didn't cause this, I didn't create this, I didn't manipulate this either. Mm-hmm. I got proof, I got receipts. I ain't just talking outside of my mouth. I got proof and receipts of what I've been doing versus what she's been doing. Mm-hmm. And then the thing about it is, when these baby mama terrorists try to bad mouth you, say you a deadbeat, you don't want to be a father. So all these years I've been there, I, I wanted to be a father. I took care of the kids. I was there. I was around when you were going to college and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, I'm not with you. I ain't shit. I'm broke. I sleep on the couch. I ain't got nothing, never had nothing. But then why you going back to court somebody you got more money? 
Right. Make up your mind. Either I'm a broke deadbeat or I'm a nigga with money that you want. One or the other. <laughs> I got married. I got broke. I got married. Mm-hmm. You with a married nigga. I, listen, listen, hear what I say. I'm married. You dealing with a married nigga. Mm-hmm. No, One man. Thing, that's, and that's... I'm, 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 still, I'm, I'm still a deadbeat, though. I'm still a deadbeat, though. And then, and then you tell you tell the kids you tell the kids that you dealing with a married dude mm-hmm. at eleven and nine, mm-hmm. not me. Yeah, no. So, and that's like the, I said, and see that's the thing, man. When I was, I remember I mentioned on this podcast earlier. I say, hey, man, I, I I told these people my kids was at risk, and the judge threw the paper in the air. Now, where you think my kids went, bro? <laughs> They old girl these took them and she had them kicking it with some motherfucker they ain't never seen know before. You know what I'm saying? And that's all good and well. Judges, these judges don't care. No, nah, they, they don't. don't. Give a fuck about they really what's going don't. on in the house. They don't, man. But they the, don't. The, the 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 thing about it is, man. And then you also mentioned taking the kids' innocence. You know, man. My kid, my baby mom had my kids calling me. They was just learning how to speak. She had them saying, "She say fuck you, Justin. Say fuck you, Justin. Say fuck you, Daddy. Say fuck you, Daddy." They repeating it. You feel me? Now, yes, I got that on audio because I was already in the zone because I already knew I was finna eat this case up like like a like a good breakfast after a good workout. I already knew. You feel me? But the thing about it is, it's, it's why why why? You know what I'm saying? Why when my kids come back? You know why? I'm gonna tell you why. You know why? The reason why they do that because they hate you more than they love their own children. Oh, yeah. When these baby mama kids do this shit. They do not love their kids. I don't care if they buy them Jordans every day. Mm. I don't care if they put them in private high schools paying 3000 a month. Yeah. I don't care if they buy them a Maserati. Anytime you set your child up to go against a man because he's not mm. with you no more, because he moved on, because he didn't want your dirty, funky ass no more, and he wised up, now all of a sudden, you want to try to set him up for failure. And two things that hurt a man's heart is finances mm. and his children. But what I'm telling you as men, don't live, don't risk your life for these to fight against a baby mama terrorist or these manipulated ass kids. If you got the ups on them, you play dirty. Don't go in that courtroom talking about something I want equal parenting because, you know, I want the kids to have both a mother and a father or, well, that's my ex-wife. Yeah, we was married. Yeah, well, that's my son's mother. No. When you go up in that courtroom, all gloves are off, no mercy, no pity. You do what the fuck you got to do. You file for soul custody. Mm-hmm. Fuck her. You file mm-hmm. for soul custody. Cause mm-hmm. why you over there saying, "Well, I just want to be up with my kids." She said, "I don't want that nigga around my kids at all." Man, I'm trying to tell you. All these black people that listen, listen, right? And if all y'all black people talking about, "Oh, this is a black man's day," and the white man trying to hurt you, they don't care what man come up in there. You could be a, uh, you could be a Richard Spencer. You could be a Al Sharpton. You could be a white supremacist. Yeah. You could be a, uh, you could be a black nationalist. Yeah. You could be a fair car. You could be a, you could be a, uh, uh, a Mike Wallace. Then you could be rich. You could be poor. You could be another judge going up there on child support. When it's all said and done, nine times out of ten, you go in that fucking man. You'll be set up for failure on child support and the fucking visit of your own fucking kid. Man. They don't give a fuck about your motherfucking kid's home. No. The judge could be a black judge. The judge could be a man judge. The judge could be a white judge. It could be a female judge. They all wanted the same because they all work for the system. They all want that money and that power. They don't give a fuck about you. Don't, don't, don't think that it's a motherfucker. It's a black thing. That's one. That's one court system that have no color issues. Mm-mm. They have a gender bias issue Mm-mm. because it's more beneficial for a non-custodial father who the average makes forty thousand versus a non-custodial mother who the average makes fifteen thousand. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Remember and, that. And See, don't, don't, that's, that's what I say. We have to say the laws in our mind. Men of all colors got to come together, and an enemy of our enemy is a friend. Mm-hmm. We need mm-hmm. to put our difference to the side and put this shit out there. Mm-hmm. And spread awareness and, 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 and try to change these laws. And another thing, the business aspect behind it. There's no, I say this all the time on this show. We haven't discussed it on this episode, and I think it's important to throw it in there. Bro, listen, there's no end game. There was no end. My, my baby mom, bro, has had a warrant for talking about killing my kids. She didn't have a warrant for that, bro, for since 2018. For real, it's 21. We done been in court so many times. I don't know what what's up, but you know what happened. If I had had the warrant, don't you? You know, you know, you know, and you know, if I had, if I had made that, if I had, if somebody went there and made that police report on me, it wouldn't be no, it wouldn't be no, it, w- it would have been a way more of a charge. You feel me? They would have even charged me different. You know what I'm saying? So here's what I, here's what I'm going to say. There's no end game. To putting her in jail. You feel me? Why? Okay, here's why. Here's why. There's no end game. All right, in Michigan, we have 40, 46,000 beds, I think. Uh, 40,000 plus prison beds. Prison, not jail, prison. We're talking about we're talking about the system, privatized prisons, the money. So look, of those 40,000 plus, only 2,600 of those are for women, okay? That's 6% of all of those beds are for women. So... 100%. Where the fuck they gonna go? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is Michigan, bro. We got Detroit. We got hoods here, bro. You know what? And let me, and, let me, and, and you know what? This is what I want to tell y'all. Let me tell, let me tell you and let me tell y'all. Don't, don't think they doing it for these baby mama Terry's women because they care about them. They, they, they love them. They only use them because it's a benefit for them. Don't think that they doing it because, oh, yeah. uh, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, we, we love, we love women. Now they simple for us. Cause they come for their defense. Regardless of what they do, they, they right. You are the evil dude, you the evil doer, you know, she should keep the house, she should get alimony, she should get child support even though you've been in the kid's life and you want uh, equal parenting or sole custody. Here's the thing, they more beneficial, that's why. And they, mm-hmm. they, they will treat them like gods because they spend the most money in society. They do the most divorces. Mm-hmm. They, they, they have kids out of wedlock, they have kids with anybody because they know they're the most beneficial. Why do you think some of these States is trying to ban abortions because the uh, birth rate is at an all-time low, especially in European countries. So don't think that they're doing it because they love these whores. They're doing it because it's a benefit to their pockets. Well, it's and, a power. And you I, know what I'm saying? And I they, think, I think it ain't this because is a, of no, uh, they love women. And I think this is a great point, a yeah. uh, great part of the conversation, man, as we wrap it up, just to say, you know, this isn't, this isn't, this, you don't hate women. I, uh, there's a good part to say this. I don't hate women. This isn't a women hate thing. And I believe in order for us to actually move this fucking thing, we're going to have to uh, show the women that this is actually hurting them too. Hey, we're going to have to have women stand up for us, bro. Like, it's not going to, we're going to be able to move this motherfucker, but it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot more women standing up the same way we stand up and say, hey, the same way it took half the room to stand up, uh, half of the men to stand up and look at the other men who were beating on women just regularly and say, hey, dog, that shit wrong, bro. And don't do that shit by me, too. Matter of fact, not even close to me, by me. I ain't even want to see that shit. 
You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, and then the, the, we had to stand up and, and, and tell each other it was wrong. That same shit is going to have to happen for what's happening with legally kidnapping these kids. We're going to have to make a stand for it. Instead of women encouraging each other, girl, go get him on child. Girl, go. go. Whoa, for, let's normalize asking, okay, did you kidnap this man kid first before we, you know, just even asking the shit. Or if we know for sure someone kidnapped the kid, instead of helping them, family members, Put foot in ass and let them know, man, that you doing the wrong thing right here. You you actually doing you destroying it. Let's make that normal instead of. But we need that. We need. We need. We need. We need. We're gonna need them standing up. And you don't hate women because you said you're married. You know what I'm saying? You don't hate women. You got a daughter. You don't hate women. You stay with that. You was with that lady eleven years. You don't hate women. And and I don't want listeners to get that misconstrued about. Either one of us or well, either one of our movements, because I see that's like an easy, yeah, an easy what? way to misconstrue what we're doing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm glad. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm glad you said it because I, I, I was saying that I said on the regular. A baby mama terrorist is one who, who uh, terrorized fathers for being their children alive. That's the definition of a uh, baby mama terrorist. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't fit the description, then it ain't got nothing to do with you. A baby mama terrorist and a mother, or a baby mama terrorist and a woman, is two different individuals. Mm-hmm. See, y'all got to realize a baby mama terrorist is not human. They might walk around, they might they might act like they're human, they're not human. These are devil son-in-laws. And the reason why I call them in-laws versus son-in-laws versus daughter-in-laws is because they got more masculinity than than the, than the average man. <laughs> so when I say when I say baby mama terrorists, I'm talking about these unhuman, these evil doers, these devil son-in-laws who destroy who destroys children mm-hmm. first. Then they destroy men and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I tell people all the time, my baby mama says come in all forms. It's not no one color. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't say it. I don't have to repeat. I'm not going to repeat myself over and over and over. Say it's not about all women. Because I got women on my platform who support everything that I do. Mm-hmm. And that's why I want to give a shout out to the, I want to give a shout out to the, to the, I want to give a shout out to the stepmoms. I want to mm-hmm. give a shout out to the, to the mothers who, whose son, whose son's been through it, or their husband's mm-hmm. been through it, or the significant other went through it, or the boyfriend, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Because it's not such thing as all women. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. But I am, but I am anti. I am. I do hate. I do hate a baby mama terror. Yeah. I do hate feminism. I do hate these lying me twos. Mm-hmm. So yeah. If, so if you want to call me hateful because I'm telling the truth and spreading it to me, showing you the proof, then I'll be the most hateful motherfucker on the planet because <laughs> I will never stop doing what I do. Listen, man, and about that, what you're doing, man. Uh, what, what, uh, uh real quickly, man. We, I know we got to wrap it up here. What, what, uh. Where can folks find you, man? You have an extremely powerful movement, man. Where can folks find you? Well, people can find me on my YouTube page. That's why I'm, I'm out there doing the most damage. Type in uh, Mr. Palmer, or you type in YouTube.com forward slash Mr. Palmer, F-C-K Child Support. It'll come up. Mm-hmm. Also, my uh, my Instagram is F-C-K Child Support. My Twitter, same thing, F-C-K Child Support. My Facebook page is fuck child support, F-U-C-K, child support, mm-hmm. fuck child support. Uh, it's, it's not all together. Fuck child support, that's the word. You'll see the like page. we got over 134,000 followers. My TikTok is Mr. Palmer, D4S. So that's how you reach me. But definitely YouTube is what I'm trying to build up. So, because Facebook do, do too much bullshit. So, Mr. Palmer, you had said, you know, uh, I, I, I truly do believe that your kids are going to see who the fuck, what's going on here, bro. You are, uh, there'll never be anything to be able to erase the movement and the people that you've helped. There'll never be uh, anything, you know, you went through this and, and, and your reason for going through this is very clear to me. 
you are you can't be the leader of a bunch of warriors and fighters if everything's sweet and dandy for you and working out in your favor. Like you had to get stripped uh, and put in this position. The same reason all you know the the the, the pioneers, bro, because you are getting ready to lead up at the front of the room. You're gonna be one of them people. This is a movement and it's still in this baby phase, but bro, you 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 one of them people who gonna take the needle. You know what I'm saying? So you get the right quarterback in the room, you can do the right things now. You know what I'm saying? You really can. You get the right middle linebacker, you can start doing some right things now. Suddenly, you get the right. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and and yeah. and, and, and when yeah, the kids I'm, get older, I'm man, when your kids get older, they'll be able to see. You know what I mean? Hey, man, uh, my dad wasn't around, but he's actually he's actually Ray Lewis of Father's Rights, or he's actually he's actually Mike Vick. He actually, you know what I'm saying? He ch- you know they'll be able to see all the well, lives you know and stuff you impacted. And that'll never be able to you know what? Here, out there listening he's really just take I, I ran this podcast a little different than the regular ones because I think there's something out there that Mr. Palmer has to say um, as we conclude here I just really want to just uh, let Mr. Palmer know man you can't never stop doing this and I want to let you know just how, how powerful God is you mentioned God a little bit earlier you mentioned Jesus and I just want to show you how powerful he is I hadn't spoke to my sisters in a good little minute and uh, just because you know I felt I hadn't talked to them in a minute uh, not uh, just the ones in Ohio okay and I went and seen my older sister for the first time in a long time uh, the other day because God had told me, go see her, go talk to her. So I did what he said because I'm practicing doing exactly what he say, right? And so I go, and while I'm there, like, I I, I, I never talk to their boyfriends because usually my sister's boyfriends, usually for show my whole life, they're always usually cornballs. So I don't even waste no time unless, like, I try to steal ch- whatever. But this, today, I was like, I never met this dude, and I'm going to treat this dude cool. And I did. I was happy to see him. I, I made sure I brought energy to him. I knew he was a dad. All I talked about to him was father's right. I know he was annoyed, but here's what he said, Mr. Palmer, and I'll let you go. He said, man, I was watching some guy, man, and he was just really radical. Uh, he said, uh, f- it was you, Mr. Palmer. He said he saw you before. He had heard your show, and he was like, my sister asked him, what the hell are you watching or some shit and all some other shit? And I say, fuck all that. Hear me out. I know that guy. 
He's cool. I, he, I watch him. I follow him. I know him. You know what I'm saying? I, I, t I text back and forth. He, I'm gonna try to get him. I, we were supposed to get him on the show. That, I know him. Like that's how. That's how. That's how powerful your stretch is. And I don't ever want you to stop working, bro. When you wake up and you feel like you 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 don't know what. what Keep plugging away, bro. You're influencing people. You're affecting people, bro. That never stops. And changing culture don't happen overnight, bro. But you're a pioneer and you're a big part of the movement. Don't stop. Listen, Mr. Palmer, we appreciate you bringing, coming on this show. Take your time. Talk to me. Um, I, 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 I look forward to being on your show. Whenever you want me on there, just let me know. I'll, I'll get the video going, whatever I need to do. But I definitely want to help you with the movement, man. I'm, I want to have you back on because I think that um, these power talks for dads, bro, could really be helpful. And I think just hearing it from you, I know you say you don't want to keep repeating yourself, but bro, in, in another 30 episodes, 15 episodes or something, I just want to have you on again because I, I think people can uh, draw power from me and you having a conversation because we're both so passionate. Listen, man, um, again, please never stop. Stop. Uh, your, your kids are really proud of you, and, and this is for in the future. You know what I mean? They're going to be proud of you if they're not proud of you right now, man. We all are proud of you. Thank you so much, man, for everything you do, and please don't stop. Thank you for taking this time and energy, man. You have a blessed day, all right? Call me whenever. Add me on. Add me. We, we locked in, bro. We, 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 we locked in. We, we on the line together, bro. Call me whenever, bro. I'm here. Thank you, thank you again, man. Hey, man, appreciate you to the fullest, brother. All right, man, I'm going to talk to you next time, man. I'm about to get to parenting, man. Talk to you next time. Yeah, All right, brother. You, brother. All right, man, talk to you next time. And so we just wrapped up our interview with Mr. Palmer. Uh, shout out to Mr. Palmer, man. Y'all go follow him on YouTube, Mr. Palmer. Uh, follow him on Instagram at fuckchildsupport, F-U-C-K, child support, no spaces, or at Mr. underscore Palmer underscore D4S. You can follow Mr. Palmer on Facebook at Fuck Child Support, no spaces. Uh, you can follow him on TikTok at Mr. Palmer D4S. You can follow him on Twitter at Fuck Child Support or at Mr. Palmer D4S. I would highly advise any of you uh, regular listeners to go onto your YouTube as soon as you can and just type in Mr. Palmer, no spaces. You'll see him. You'll see like a, uh, uh, you know, they got the circular pictures. You'll see his logo where there's him. Uh, he, he has a bald head with a mask on, a black t-shirt. Um, and it says Mr. Palmer underneath him in, a, in, in like, in, in, uh, the text is like a graphic. Um, I would highly advise anybody who regularly listens to this content to go follow that. Anyone who heard this, uh, this, um, this podcast and thought to themselves they want to hear more from Mr. Palmer, you need to go follow his YouTube immediately. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because Mr. Palmer dedicates uh, hours, uh, hours to this a week. I'm talking about every day he gives you something. So if you need more, this is the place to go. And I mean, it, there's something there for you every single day. He doesn't miss a step. And this is what, this is, this is, you know what I mean? And I feel like this is what we all need more and more. I'm going to try to find more and put out more of these uh, names and more channels. But right now, I'm focused on Mr. Palmer. And the reason why I, I, I wanted to do a little bit more talking post uh, interview was because I think he pointed out some very, very, very important things that I wanted to reiterate and say one more time that stuck out to me. Mr. Palmer talked about health. 
his health. We really, really, really need to start considering our health in all of this as well. In one of the recent interviews we had, was, uh, one of the dads had a stress-induced heart attack. Now, it was prior to, his, uh, prior to his custody case, but at the same time, you got to think, like, we need to value our health. If we are going through what we're going through and we're not working out, we're not training, we're not taking care of our bodies, our minds, our souls, then, man, we have to really instill. And he said something else that was pretty nice. I don't know if you caught it, but I hope you did. Changing the laws of our mind. Amen. Our football coach called it soul searching. <laughs> and however however you lay it down, there has to be a point in time where you get very strict with yourself. And you get very angry and you start being your the coach you need to be. You need for yourself. You start being the trainer you need to be for yourself. You need you start being you start putting yourself first. You know what I mean? And not stressing is really hard to do when you're in one of these battles for your kids, man. And you ain't, you ain't, you haven't seen them. Not stressing is tough as shit. That's tough to do. Because the days just keep coming back to back to back to back to back. The days don't stop. Time keep coming. The days keep adding the fuck up. So, what can you do? You can find a way to let the energy out. You can find a stress reliever, a stress reducer. And I'm not talking about them getting drunk or going and, you know, laying down soul ties with a bunch of motherfuckers. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it could be find something healthy to do. It could be something. I'm not only talking about working out. It could be a good hobby. It could be something else that's helping distract you from what you re- where you where your heart really is. Because even if you're just finding these hobbies in small, short amounts of time, and you you know what I'm saying, you on it for a minute, then you back off it, then you find some uh, some to keep you not fully dialed in to what's really happening. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because how the fuck, and I've been in that spot before. But again, though, again, if we're trying to keep our health first, there'll have to be some, some, some soul searching that has to be done. Or as Mr. Palmer put it, we're going to have to do some changing the laws of our mind. It's going to have to start up top. Where the mind goes, the body follows. Not the other way around. You know what I mean? It starts up top. We need to start having some different self-talks. If we missing somebody, as I see a former dad on there, we had a couple talks. If, if you missing somebody that ain't good for you or that stole your kid, you probably shouldn't be missing them. It's time to press it the fuck forward. You know what I mean? 
there's that's that. You know what I mean? Focus on the task at hand, which is getting your kids back. If there's people around you that stress you out about the situation, friends, family matter, them ain't the people you got to be around. Get from around them. Why? Well, they're going to stress you out. Let's keep it healthy here. Just keep your health first. We heard, I heard, I hope you heard, Mr. Palmer mentioned his, his blood pressure. It caught my attention, but I was so, like, I'm talking to him. But I heard it. He said he had high blood pressure. He's trying to keep that in, in the mix. So what? It's, it's, there's, sometimes when your car, when your vehicle <laughs> breaks down, <laughs> it you can't see it from the outside. You know what I mean? Health isn't always related to how you look on the outside. There's things that's inside that make your engine run. You know, we know that. So that's what I'm saying. We need to we need to really focus on our health. And that caught me. Next, something else I want to address. This is a worldwide pandemic. This is going on in all all over. This isn't just happening here. And what's so beautiful about it was the interview was so beautiful and I hope it was I hope I hope you all I hope you all were able to listen to that with an open mind and open heart and 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 get past whatever bias you may have towards one side of of the aisle or the other, just because he was speaking passionately, this person does not. He 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 loves he loves his mom. He loves his he loves his uh wife that he has right now. He loves you know what I mean. He has a daughter. He loves her. This person does not hate women at all. He is extremely extremely passionate. He does not hate women. He's extremely passionate. So I hope everyone was able to take in that content. I hope everyone was taking was able to take in. This was a person who was pushed down. And he grew up with a father. And then each of us are going to take getting our children legally kidnapped and extorted for money differently. Who's to say unless you were in that position... How he, how, how, how anyone else is supposed to take it. And even if you were, each of our stories line up different. I would have had 80 some dads on the podcast so far, whatever, whatnot. Right? None of these dads are the exact same. No one's the fucking same. Everybody different. No one's, no one's the same. Everyone's different. So. With that being said, we need to keep having these conversations, man. We need to keep having these damn conversations. We need to keep pressing the issue. We need to keep fucking taking steps forward. That's what needs to happen. We need to keep taking the conversation into our community. What's Mr. Palmer doing? Go to YouTube. Go see. 
Put it in there in your search bar. Search bar. Mr. Palmer. Y'all see what he's doing. Every day. He's taking it to the community. Every day. Heard him say five years he's been going. He's taking it straight to the community. This is what we have to do. Don't think you need a YouTube channel. Don't think you need a podcast. You don't need that. All you need is just the will to want to help the fucking situation. You want to put in for the team or do you not? What do you want to do, man? You want to you, you sit on the sideline and come to, come to practice? We, you in the game. You, they got you in the game. You in the game. I tell you that. If, this, if you listening to this podcast and this topic interests you, you're in the game. If you got a dad, if you're a dad and you're in family court and you got an open case or you got a case that's whatever or you're in the system or your name's in the system, you're in the game. Now, how you want to, what do you want to do? Really, we're all in the damn game because they're making $50 billion or more a year. We're all in it. That's a lot of loot and it's depending on us. That's a lot of money that comes depending on people not getting along and falling out. And fall into the ways of the world. Flat out. That's where we are. That's a lot of loot. 50 billion. More than the, more than the NFL you sent. They're living fat off of people. As a whole. They're living fat off of people falling out. They're making big big bank off of it. It's a business. Now Mr. Palmer said. It started since 1935. That's something we should hear. It started in 1935. Because soldiers were going off to war. But at that time. He was saying black families were stronger back then. Then it, was a, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't an issue for them. It wasn't an issue. Well, you know what I mean? So that's just interesting. That's an interesting piece of history. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 35, that's interesting. Okay. It it does make sense. So that's when it started. At this point, in 75, by 75, they done flipped into a full-on business. Full business. Fast forward to today, and that thing is $50 billion a year, and it's rolling. So that's why I say... What are you going to do? Are you going to get... Because we're all in the game. 50 billion. We're all in the game. Some of us don't even realize we were in the game. Some of us got dads that weren't around that don't even realize our moms had didn't give him no choice to that for real. Some of us think our dads and dad beats. The reality was this dude didn't know where you were. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no Facebook. It wasn't no none of that. He didn't know where you were even. It wasn't no cell phones. It wasn't no none of that. He didn't know where you were. He was in the wind. So I say, do you want to stand on the sideline with your helmet and look around while everybody else, we got half the team cheering and we got the other half with standing with their helmet not even on. You wanna if you're on the sideline number one, you need your helmet on. It don't matter if you're not about to get in or you ain't about to get in. Don't be sitting on a damn bench. 
you get your ass up and you stand at the sideline and put your helmet on and look alive. You ain't got to buckle your shit, but look alive, man. You feel me? Grab you a Gatorade bottle or something. Do what you do. But you got to be a part of it. Every play. The ball go in the air, you screaming, pass or ball. But where am I going with this? Well, if you wake the fuck up every day and just go through the movements, what could you be doing? You could be going out and doing the little things. Because them things do matter. When the ball goes in the air, and you scream out ball or pass or ball, that matters. Because... The fucking defender can know what's going on out there without looking. And when you hear that, he knows he can turn his head around. He can start looking for the pill. It's in the air. Here it comes. I'm all I'm saying is, is if everyone's on the bench having a chat, that doesn't even happen. All I'm saying is, something happens in your body when 20 people on the sidelines is clapping and screaming for you. Cheering you in. Oh, I'm just saying. We all have a role on the fucking team, okay? If that, if your role is to get out into the community and start talking to people, then that's your role. You can't be sitting on the bench just watching the game, man. I'm telling you, that's how we gonna. That's why we gonna win this motherfucking game if we if we if we dial in. We're not going to look at the scoreboard. The score is 0-0. Zero, zero. don't matter how much money you behind in child support or none of that. The score is 0-0. Zero, zero. What can you do right now? Don't worry about tomorrow problems. Worry about today problems. Whenever you're hearing this. Has its own set of problems. And tomorrow from whenever you're hearing this. Got its own set of problems. Worry about today problems. Today problems. Every day. Is shit. How can we slowly move the needle forward? Not just for you, man. Because when you fucked up, you can't just be thinking about you. You can't be like, man, I'm so fucked up. I can't be worried about helping nobody else. You can't do that. You can't, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta help some other folks. If it's small. It could be in the community, man. Just what is it to do? Find it. What is it for you? Once we all get to moving on the same page, you know what I'm saying? Once we all get to cheering our guys in, once we all get to clapping, once we all get to throwing our damn hand in and breaking the huddle strong, once we all find our part on the team and we're all okay with it, once, once we're all comfortable with what we do and we all know who we are and we all doing our part, and once we all understand that, once we stop taking in this damn content, there's something more that can be done. Mr. Palmer took a loss, but did he just take it? Or did he fucking deliver? Mr. Palmer, Mr. Palmer looked at the scoreboard and said, damn, I'm finna start chewing away at this scoreboard. I'm finna start chewing away. I'm, this is zero, zero. And what did he do? He started creating content. And what did he do? He didn't quit creating content. And to this point where I run into somebody who I've never met in another state. And this guy, no, and, and, and he mentions Mr. Palmer. Mr. Palmer not from there. He, he came across him on his cell phone. Same way I had came across him. 
I came across Mr. Palmer a couple years ago. That's what I'm saying, and it's and, and it just came just came to to where we got into a good conversation. So I'm glad we had the opportunity to record it. Um, there's one more other thing, also. Mr. Palmer talked about something that I think we need to adapt adopt on this podcast um, because I like it. And I like the energy of it. And uh, just like QB, um, shout out to QB, man. I got full custody of his daughter, man. Doing it, man. Going to work every day, waking up early, doing his thing. Uh, shout out to QB, man. Keeping his daughter safe, man. Uh, being just like QB. And, and God given right, I feel like Mr. Palmer said something here so nice. He said, hey, you got to keep the ice Cold water running through your veins. You got to have ice cold veins is what he was saying. That's really what he was saying. But he was trying to say, you got to be cold blooded. You know what I mean? And, 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 hey, when the light's on and the game coming and and the game on the line, it's crunch time. When you out there on the damn wrestling mat and it's you and him and there's only so much time to make a move and you're down by one and now you got to start getting aggressive. It's just, it's you. It's time to, it's just a time to be cold-blooded. It's a time to just have, just be, it's a time. And that can tap into anything. It can tap in when you're out running your mile. You're out running your mile. You start feeling like, damn, I'm you get what, two miles or three miles, however much you run. But you get to your halfway point, you're feeling burnt. It's time to kick in that ice water, man. It's time. And you just what, what do you do? How do you do it? Well, you go into another dimension, man. You start you whatever it is for you. For me, I think about the shit that makes me angry while I'm out there. I think about them times, the moments. I, boom! I'm, I'm suddenly, after ten seconds of thinking about them things, I have taken, I have changed the speed. I've changed my speed, and then from there, I'm. If I keep thinking them thoughts, I'm like already another quarter of the way through. Damn near done for real. Depending on how long I'm. How long I'm on that. So, man, listen. Find, 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 find your way uh, to get to get in that zone, man. Um, any dads out there, listen. Um, again, man, I talked a lot about, about team right there because I believe we all have a role. I think we all have, uh, 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 we all got a part on the team. We all have a position to play. Now we may have to try a different, different, couple different. You know, do I want to play this? Do I want to play that? How do I, how do I want to do this? Do I play better in this situation, in that situation? Whatever, practice. We got a lot of fucking time. And if you're waiting on a court, <laughs> we got time. I can tell you that. But also, we don't got time. It's time to move now. You know what I mean? The time is right to hell now. So. 
again, man, 21 dads a week uh, are killing themselves over child access issues. So let's do let's start fucking bringing this topic into homes, onto at bring to kitchen tables. All right. Um, if you know a dad out there suffering from uh, parental alienation, he hasn't seen his kids. What you need to do is copy this link. Send it to him. If you know a mother out there who's withholding a child uh, from a dad, what you're going to do is you're going to copy this link. You're going to send it to her. She might be mad at you, (laughs) but you know what? She need to hear what's happening to some of these dads, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it would hurt. And nobody, nobody, you know, nobody, you know, nobody, nobody, they ain't nothing personal. Shit, but it's personal to the human being that you created. They just personal to them. It's personal to the person you stealing it. You stealing a child from, but I don't. Of course, you know that. But anyway, we're a community, man. You know somebody hurting, man. Don't just damn watch. Do something about it. Say something. Don't just watch. Don't just look. Fucking say something, do something. Ask them if they cool. If you know somebody out there hurting, don't just wait because you don't know what to say. Ask God what to say. Ask him. He going to tell you. And after you ask him, sh- shut the fuck up. How, how, can, how can you possibly hear what he got to say to you if you talking? You know what I'm saying? Just ask him. Try to be still for a minute. Be quiet. And he'll tell you what to say to him. It might not be nothing extravagant. It might not be nothing crazy. But if you listen to what he say and say it, it might help. You know what I mean? It might help. So there's that. Listen, uh, there's a couple different uh, couple different things I want to say. Uh, first off, um, There's a lot of dads out there going through this thing pro bono, okay? Uh, so, uh, if you are doing this pro bono, if you're in the state of Texas, you need to go to prosecoachtx.com. Uh, that is a um, website where you will be uh, directly connected to um, somebody who's going to literally, he's devoted his whole time and energy into uh, helping dads. Uh, in the entire state of Texas, um, walk through family court, uh, not walk through it, but yeah, get on through it um, without a lawyer. So if you have any questions, concerns, uh, that's the, that's this is the website you need. Pro se, that's p r o s e c o a c h t x dot com. Um, now, if you're in the state of Michigan, uh, really, honestly. This isn't even just for the state of Michigan. This is this next this next announcement is for just any dad who's uh, interested in just uh, moving the needle forward. This might be your part of the team. I'm not sure, um, but listen, we have a father uh, on our team, not just my team, your team as well. And let me tell you what he's creating. This gentleman is creating a piece of AI. Okay, artificial intelligence that is going to take the role of a lawyer. Okay, now this thing 
uh, this thing he's doing, man, is 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 powerful. We're gonna have him on here uh, very soon. He's been on before, but uh, we're gonna have him on very very soon because he's still in a custody case as well. So I'm saying these 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 terrible situations are creating uh, just <laughs> excellent warriors. So his program pretty much is gonna be able to be your lawyer. It's gonna be able to analyze information and be your lawyer um it 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 gets way more technical than that obviously this is a a, 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 this is a very smart individual so i'm gonna have him on the show here shortly to go over everything that his program is doing but yeah if you want to donate um or learn more about it or just get in contact with him um but whatever, man. I'd suggest, man, if you wanna, if we all go on there and donate a couple bucks, two bucks, one dollar, what the hell ever, it can get done. So here's what you would have to um, type in your search bar: the uh, HTTPS, um, the two dots, uh, forward slash, forward slash, GoFundMe. Nope. Forward slash, forward slash, GoFund dot me forward slash. 1-B-E-8-2-5-D-8. Again, H-T-T-P-S, the two dots, forward slash, forward slash, GoFund, dot, me, forward slash, 1-B-E-8-2-5-D-8. If you want to contribute to, um, man, just the moving forward of this AI, um, it, it, either way, this thing is getting done, um, but there's that. The Fatherly Foundation. Um, if you're in Pennsylvania and you'd like to, uh, or Florida, and you'd like to uh, be a part of this, I don't even think this is for just Pennsylvania or Florida. I just know that the creators of the nonprofit, uh, the Fatherly Foundation, are from Pennsylvania and Florida, but if you'd like to uh, be a part of the Fatherly Foundation, you can reach out to either one of those. Um, also, uh, one of the creators, KD, uh, has a helpline. If there's any dads out there that need to talk, or you just want to talk to him about uh, the Fatherly Foundation, um, you can reach out. Here's the helpline. Um, it's, it's an email, but it's open 24 seven. So if there's a dad out there who needs somebody to talk to, uh, he's having a tough time contemplating suicide, whatever the case may be. Um, there, here's, here's the helpline. You can just jump on your phone. You can email any, it really emails can happen anytime. If your phone doesn't have an email, if you're on an old trap phone, a little, a little, a little, uh, a little prepaid join or something. What you do is you go ask somebody you know because they have emails. Everyone has an email on their phone. And, and here it is. Um, TheWarriorDad.KyleDavid at gmail.com. TheWarriorDad.KyleDavid at gmail.com. That's a helpline he can help. Uh, also under the Fatherly Foundation is... Uh, Bulldog Athletic uh, Sports Apparel. Um, and they have a line. If there's any single dads out there uh, and you want to just uh, sport your lifestyle, support your lifestyle, um, 
you're going to want to check out the My Single Dad Life brand. Um, they got t-shirts, polo shirts, aprons, damn coffee mugs, pretty much everything. Um, yep, and then check out, uh, and then in Kansas, uh, Derek Reynolds, uh, uh, he ran for city council. Um, I want you guys to um, really pay attention when, when dads um, are doing things, dads in our situation are doing things and running. Um, the reason why it's important is because you never know somebody and fuck around and up be a judge. You never really know. That's what I'm saying. Derek Reynolds was trying to run there in uh, Wichita, Kansas. Um, and I don't think he won, but I do believe he'll be running again because I just have a good feeling. Um, but if you want to get closer, help his campaign, get just shit, just be a part of something and you're in Kansas and you feel like you're ready to get active. Here it is, man. Um, hugadad.com. Okay. So, uh, hug a dad.com. Now I know they're doing, uh, things in the community, um, in Kansas there, he's, they're, uh, doing, throwing events for kids, uh, where, uh, older, uh, you know, um, you know, just adult males are, are around for kids, he's, he's getting as many as he can, just that everyone that, all, 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 all the men that are coming are contributing some way, they're cutting hair, they're doing something, they're throwing back to school events, so, uh, man, it, it really is, it takes a whole village, so, hugadad.com, um, also, what else do we have here, uh, first annual Million Father March, that is Sunday, June 19th, 2022, in Washington, D.C., okay, uh, folks are just gonna peacefully march, um, first annual, and I believe that's going to be on a Sunday, but I think it's actually going down on the 11th, uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, uh, I think that's like a Saturday or something, we'll, 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 we'll double back on that, but I know for a fact it's, there's a first annual Million Father March happening, uh, this Father's Day, um, summer 2022 uh all right what else do we have here and then uh i spoke on health earlier right so if you're a dad out there and you feel like you need some help uh you're gonna want to reach out to at ryan pro fitness it is time to get in shape um hopefully that's an updated handle for you uh i'll, I'll double check make sure but um, there is a dad, uh, Ryan is his name, man, he's, 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 he's a personal trainer, and really, to be honest, if you need help, and you're trying to get in shape, that's why I say, man, we all need to know what we can do, if, if God called Ryan to help people who don't get to see their kids figure out how to train, he could save lives, <laughs> like real lives. There's all type, there's all, I mean, he's training regularly, folks. But I'm just saying we all got a role. We just got to figure out where we fit. What, what position do we play? 
Anyways, man, don't be afraid to ask for help, man. Ryan can help. Um, and lastly, man, if you're in Canada, man, um, Google signed petition 3298, presumption of equal parenting. Again, that's signed petition 3298, presumption of equal parenting. Uh, it has to start somewhere. So if you're in Canada and you're listening and you feel like your country doesn't, um, really, uh, you don't like how they move when in family courts, well, you got to start signing stuff to get shit rolling. You got to take it to the governor. Well, I don't even know if y'all have governors, but um, sign petition 3298, presumption of equal parenting. Listen, man, this is uh, this is going to wrap it up. Man, I definitely appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I had a great interview again, Mr. Palmer. Um, I appreciate you stopping by. Um, I appreciate, appreciate the time and the energy. Uh, again, folks, man, uh, the time to start making the changes right now. We can continue to listen to content and take in the type of content that we want to hear to, to, to make us feel good. But at the end of the day, after we consume it, now we have to take action. We got to figure out, do we want to keep taking ass kicking or do we want to start kicking some ass? These are the questions we need to have with ourselves. <laughs> Ask ourselves and the conversations we need to have with ourselves. How do we want to go about each day? You know what I mean? It's all about energy, man. It's all about energy, man. Like, energy is huge, man. And control. Set the tone, man. Control your game. Each score. Score zero zero, man. Let's get after it. I appreciate you guys for listening, man. And, uh, yeah, stay safe.